Yeah, yeah. Wait, Mordecai, are you dating this girl? No, 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 no. We're just friends. Just friends. Just friends? How can you say that? What? But, but it's true. I can't believe this. This, oh, it's so typical. I thought I'd met a nice guy, but I should have known. Wait, CJ. Are you just playing some kind of game? Is this a game to you? Hello and welcome back to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of regular show and give you, the listeners, a full breakdown. My name is Jason. And my name is Josh. And today we are watching Yes Dude Yes, which is, what is it, season 3 episode 25? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what, when you it, said... Is it 25? It is 25. Okay. No. When you said hello, I'm like, the first thing that came up to my mind was, when did Ethan get here? Because he usually opens up with hello. Like, very, he's very formal. Oh, like in the Schwam videos? Yes. Like, either that or... No, no. He's he's like that all the time, I think. Because that makes... Uh, that reminds me of that little Discord promo that he made where it's like, hello, I'm Ethan, and we have a Discord <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Before we get into the episode, we have some current events and news going on right now. And we have a list that we're just going to skim through, or not skim through, but go down. Um, so in the last episode, Josh, remember what we talked about? Was it very depressing? Yeah, it was that thing. It was, oh yeah, so the the updated news for the missing submarine this company called ocean gate that was like the ceo was like a billionaire he was selling tickets uh to have a seat on the submarine and each ticket cost 250k Ah. and there were five passengers on board four of them were billionaires and then one of them was um a billionaire son or stepson one of the two Mm. and he was only 19 years old so uh the submarine went missing within the first like couple of hours on their voyage and they only had 96 hours of oxygen left. And since we've recorded, unfortunately, it has been confirmed that the submarine imploded and none of the five passengers survived. I, You know what I also heard? Okay. I heard that uh, Mr. Beast was supposedly invited to go on that trip, too. That That is true. So, Mr. Beast, I'm pulling up the... Because uh, I think he tweeted about it. Um, Mr. V- Mr. Beast tweeted saying, I was invited earlier this month to ride the Titanic sub, and I said no. Kind of scary that I could have been on it. And someone, he shared like a screenshot of someone inviting him saying, also, I'm going to the Titanic in a submarine late this month. The team would be stoked to have you along. I'm sure you're uh, welcome to join. And I, I can't imagine like the biggest YouTuber um going on that submarine and then it ending the way that it does because that would have been really sad yeah i mean it's still sad but it is but yeah i don't know like those kinds of uh i guess near death experiences can fuck you up a little bit because i know do you know seth mcfarlane the creator of family guy yeah he was supposedly uh he supposedly had a ticket uh on september 11th but didn't make it oh. because I think he got too drunk. Hmm, interesting. A lot of mixed reactions were going around about the submarine and what happened to it because the second 
where like five billionaires go missing, where five rich, wealthy men go missing. The entire world is talking about it. But at the same exact time, there is a boat carrying up to 650 migrants from Pakistan, Pakistan, Palestine, Syria, and Egypt. Um, apparently, that boat was overturned in the sea near Greece. And at least 79 people, uh, they drowned early on Wednesday. And then hundreds more were, mi- were missing. But, like, this barely got any coverage, you know? Because you know it's I, just migrants. Do you know why I think it, got, it barely got any coverage? Why? Because... Uh, the Titan was exploring a historical landmark, and I don't think it's ever been done before. So that's why it got more exposure compared to a more international incident like that. Well, it had been like explored before, but just not in this sense where like the general public well, yeah. were able to grab a spot. Exactly. Um, but pe- people are saying it's because like this was a ship full of like like uh, minorities and like migrants and other people like um but as soon as it's about billionaires whoa let's talk about it Uh, it's not like Um, they care about us exactly so and i also know that um people were saying that they don't feel bad specifically for the ceo of this company oh i thought they were talking about Uh, like they don't feel bad for the people i'm like yo what are you talking about well, because here's the thing. I saw this, uh, like, Reddit comment about this, and it kind of summed up pretty good. Okay. Where they it, they were asked, like, what is what are your, like, general thoughts? Like, is it in poor taste to, like, not feel bad or make memes about the submarine? And everyone so, – someone was saying, like, well, I feel bad for um, the innocent lives that were um, taken. I feel bad for their families, and I especially feel bad for the 19-year-old that was on that submarine that was kind of pressured into going by his dad and just wanted to please him. Mm-hmm. Um, what I don't feel bad is the CEO who was cutting corners on safety, was like kind of being reckless on it, who fired one of his workers because he was being he kept pointing out a bunch of like imperfections about his submarine yeah and who this is just like the original titanic uh captain who he wasn't being safe at all and then look what happened to the actual titanic it it sunk that's very ironic yeah like so it, it is very ironic that's the only way to really put it so that that i could agree i don't feel bad because that's that's kind of what happens mm-hmm. i even i was talking about it with one of my coworkers today actually like if they did more pre precaution checkups they would have had like at least an emergency exit because that shit that submarine from what i remember or what people have seen is that there was only one way in and out yep and there was only one window and they were fucking controlling it with an off-brand logitech gaming controller yeah and <laughs> i saw memes about that too i'm like god damn i <laughs> Oh yeah, again with the memes. Okay, obviously it is in poor taste to uh, laugh at some memes, but oh gosh, like you see some memes and like you, it gives you a little chuckle. People have some <laughs> really dark humor, and it's if you if you like that kind of stuff, you'll you'll like what Jason said. You'll have a chuckle, but realistically, it's kind of bad. See, um, it was they had um the the search and rescue team were able to find like remnants and like debris from the imploded submarine Mm -hmm. but somehow the logitech controller survived and it was just sitting at the bottom of the ocean floor what 
yeah, there's a picture of it. And someone made a meme where it's like the Logitech controller is just sitting in the ocean and it says, please reconnect controller. Oh, <laughs> um, oh I guess that's okay. But the CEO of Logitech uh, spoke out on his, like, the use of his controller. Uh-huh. And he was being very humble about it. He was like, hey, look, I cr- I'm the one who created this controller, but I'm here to tell you you should not use it to pilot a submarine. This is a controller that you would use if you broke your PS5 controller and you need a cheap replacement. Yeah. And he, he was basically saying, like, yo, I created a shitty-ass controller, and, I, and I, I'm aware of that, so why the hell would you use it on a submarine? And he was being very humble about it. Yeah, that's good on, that's good on him for not, like... For not... Are, why, why would you back... Uh, the CEO of Ocean Gate, anyways, for using yeah for using it, anyways. But what he did was pretty smart, right? Um, in other news, Chadwick Boseman is to receive a posthumous Hollywood Walk of Fame star, which is amazing. You know what? I was re I think like a few months ago, or even last year, uh, I was down in I was down in the dumps because I fell down a rabbit hole of watching. Chadwick Boseman tribute videos, and, yeah. and I stumbled upon uh, one where he was in his. I think it was like the f- last few months. He was uh, Denzel Washington was getting honored for some for an award, and then he was um, taught or Chadwick Boseman was speaking on stage uh, to honor Denzel for the for the award. And I'm just like, God damn it! It it, it almost brought me to tears. <sighs> yeah. Um, in other news, Among Us is apparently getting a TV series and it's currently under development. That's also bringing me to tears. Like, why the hell would you do that? (laughs) Bringing you to tears, but not in a good way. Yeah. Um, one thing that I am excited for is the next thing is, uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie trailer. The first one is officially out and I gotta say, I'm pretty excited. I thought that, I thought that was already, or was that a teaser? That, that was a teaser. Oh, so this one is, like, first official one. Yeah, like, the actual trailer. Okay. Um, I know we've talked about FNAF before on the show, and I, I expressed that I only ever really watched Markiplier's FNAF <laughs> series from FNAF 1 to, to FNAF 4. And then after that, it, it just got, got confusing. The lore got all, like, intense and everything. And um, maybe I, I could just do better at being a consumer, but... After you, like, start calling your games, like, not within numbers, like, FNAF 1, 2, 3, 4, that's easy to, to like, understand, like, the order and things. Uh-huh. But then you got, like, Sister Location, Pizzeria Simulator, Help Wanted. Like, I had to, like, refer to the wiki to know, like, what series to watch in order and stuff. I think the last, like, Markiplier FNAF playthrough I've ever seen was... Mm. Actually, no, that I seen through was Five Nights at Fuckboys, and that's a offshoot of FNAF and I, it was hilarious. He gets drunk in that and it's amazing. <laughs> um, I'm actually currently uh, to get ready for the FNAF movie, I'm actually buckling down and uh, I'm currently watching the Sister Location series and it's actually getting pretty good once once I like got past like the, the slow part at the beginning, you know? You know what I'm waiting for? Mm. Matt Pat's video on the entire uh, FNAF. Like finalize everything once the movie is out like Oh yeah. That that's what I'm going to wait for. I cuz I've been um watching a, whenever uh Game Theory puts out 
Five Nights at Freddy's videos, I always watch it. Right, yeah. Just so I could... That's the only way I keep up. Yeah, I was also kind of referring to his videos to understand, like, who the hell is William Afton, who's, like, Mike Schmidt and all that stuff. But in the end, that's just a theory. A A game game theory. You know he has a fourth channel, (laughs) like, style theory? What? Okay. Yeah, there's game theory, food theory, film theory, and now style theory. Interesting, huh? Yo, speaking of food, freaking, um, I, do you know the TikTok chef, uh, Nick DiGiovanni? No. He, he was, uh, he was on Master Chef. He, um, and since then he's, like, worked alongside with Gordon Ramsay and stuff. He's actually pretty cool. I feel like I have uh, And a good him. cook. If you, if you see his face, you're gonna know, like, exactly who it is. Yeah, probably. Um, so the other, um, I think in the past week I saw he made this brown butter gnocchi recipe. Oh, is this the thing that you were trying to cook last week? Dude, yeah. So gnocchi is one of my favorite pastas because it's like potato based and it's really good. Okay. And so I went out to Target and I got, uh, I got four russet potatoes and then I, I only used two of them. And russet potatoes are like the, the kind of like long ones. Mm-hmm. And um, holy shit, I never realized how much freaking dough you get out of just two potatoes because i ended up making like two days worth of leftovers that's pretty good gnocchi it's really good and like it was a it was a really hard challenge because i was making the the dough i i riced the potatoes i i did everything from scratch i'm kind of proud of myself not gonna lie you know what that's the first step of wanting to cook for yourself more instead of yeah instead of going out to mcdonald's i think this is a wake-up call (laughs) Yeah, and I, I added the eggs and flour. I I legit, I FaceTimed my mom. Because <laughs> like, I, mom, I look. had to ask her. Well, I asked her. I was like, hey, mom, uh, my dough is, like, super, like, wet and sticky. Like, how do I make it, like, into dough consistency? Because it was, like, not working with me for a long while. I had to add, like, almost, like, probably, like, four cups of flour in the end. Did it, wait, like, did he not, like, explain to you the all the measurements and everything you needed to do like step-by-step process or he said like add three-fourths cup of flour but like honestly dough is like so it's i don't know you you it's just the sake of like feeling it out because when you're working with dough like it has to do with like the humidity in the air and like other things and dough rises so it changes so i mean where you kept having to just not keep going well i mean yeah i just kept having to feel it out but it was a long-ass process i was gonna well uh, were you working on like one of the days where it was super hot and humid, I could have been. Um, I could have been it. Yeah, because we did have a pretty bad thunderstorm recently, and it was super humid outside. Uh, and speaking of the outside, that brings us to our last point. This is bullshit. I don't. Uh, I hate it. I hate today, dude. Okay, so um, we live in the Chicagoland area. Uh, Josh is in like the Chicago suburbs, and I'm in the city. And currently, right now, it is June 27th, 2023, and Chicago is currently the number one uh, ranked city with the worst air pollution. Yeah, wait, let me let me check outside, because when I was driving home from work today, I couldn't see, like, at least a thousand feet in front of me. Like, it, I could see gray over, over like, the horizon of the, of the street. I'm like, what the hell? Literally, um, I I was walking to work today, and I thought that it looked kind of foggy outside. Ooh. And I just thought, like, eh, we're, it, it's been stormy lately. But I was like, oh, this is a different fog. And 
Um, so what's causing it is, let's see, I, I have it like written down. Mm. So what's causing this, this air quality, um, Canadian wildfire smoke is yes. pouring into Chicago and it's making the air quality the worst in the world. And it is predicted to last through either the end of the day or, um, 12 AM Thursday, which is terrible. I mean, my only and... hope for it well if i hope that is true because was it this saturday we have a thing um oh yeah, yeah true so uh, um sure i remember jake he's having his graduation party this saturday and hopefully it should be cleared up uh it's not in the inner city so mm-hmm. that should help with it but um according to iqair.com or dot whatever mm-hmm. uh chicago usa is currently um, the number, like, I'm not sure, like, how they measure the scale, but the air quality index is at 193, which is uh, in the red zone. Dude. That is terrible. I mean, I'm looking... Wait, hold on. I'm... Yeah, okay, I'm looking outside right now. I can definitely tell that there it's still kind of, <laughs> like, schmoggy out there. It is so hazy. It. I was walking outside, and it smelled like a bonfire. I couldn't really like, smell... Actually, no, no, well... I could smell myself, but I couldn't tell what the actual, uh, was it, outside smelled like. Yeah, it wasn't like you're directly next to a bonfire, but you could slightly smell it. Like oh. if there was a bonfire down the street. Yeah, okay, never mind. Because, uh, now I remember. Because I remember, because I work, like, which is, or I work in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. So when, and I have like, oh, I have like a tiny window that. Uh, that's like close to the front entrance of the restaurant so every time or at least like four four or five hours into my shift uh i start i start like getting hot and everything and then um i'm like dude it it feels like ass i can feel the humidity just like pouring inside yeah so um i got home from work and um me and my sister we well i i busted out the air purifier and we've been running it in the house all day which has helped and um my sister suggested that we turn off the ac uh just to give the filters a break and to like prevent any of the air from outside coming in Mm -hmm. which was a good move um and it's what we need but the problem is my house is so hot right now my ac is on or well it turns on and off every now and then i think it's on a timer I'm not allowed to touch yeah, it. Yeah, um, it's. I think it's the AC's been off since like noon today, and Ooh. it's six thirty, and we're probably gonna uh, turn it back on at like eight o'clock tonight. So, I mean, but for it's supposed to actually. Well, I th- let me check the weather really quick. At least in my area, in my area, it's supposed to thunderstorm Wednesday afternoon, and. There's or Wednesday through oh shit Wednesday through Sunday, actually it's like mm-hmm. a chance for some rain. That's uh that's uh, no bueno. So you know what's uh what causes thunderstorms? What does? If you have two tickets to a movie date and you accidentally invite two girls to the same movie and one of them is a cloud and starts to freak out and thunderstorm all over the place. We're getting good with these Uh, transitions. (laughs) Because that's exactly what we're going to discuss today in today's episode. Episode 25 of season three called Yes, Dude, Yes. The Hulu bio is, um, well, 
I technically there is a spoiler in this, but I mean, I'm just going to read it. Mordecai thinks that Margaret is engaged and he wants to find a girlfriend as soon as possible to try and get over her. So we open up today's episode where Mordecai and Rigby are in the house. Rigby's playing video games on the couch and then Mordecai walks in saying, dude, I got them tickets to a free screening of Lovebot 2, the movie. Rigby says, ah, sweet. The first one was so lame, and he kind of mocks it, saying, I am a robot. I cannot love. And then he starts to laugh, and he's like, come on, we could, we should totally call Margaret and Eileen. We could all go and make fun of it. And then Mar- Mordecai says, like, ooh, actually, I only got two tickets. I'm going to ask Margaret to go with me. And Rigby's like, oh, what? But we do everything together. And Mordecai says, exactly. Margaret and I will never be more than just friends with you guys tagging along. It's time to take this to the next level. And he kind of like looks out the window while prideful. Um, Rigby's like, all right, man, do your thing. And he just goes back to what he's doing. Um, We clock wipe over to the coffee shop and Mordecai is giving himself a pep talk outside. (sighs) Okay, you just got to do it. Just got to do it. And then he looks at himself in the reflection of the window saying, you got this. And then so he kind of looks inside of the coffee shop and putting his like hands over his eyes so he could see. And he sees Margaret inside with this other guy. And he's he's also a bird. He's like a yellow bird. And he's down. Um, he's kneeling on one knee in front of Margaret as if he's proposing to her. Mordecai gasps at the sight of this and he runs inside and right as Margaret is saying oh yes dude yes and the two birds start to hug and they're looking at each other all happy damn so Margaret is engaged holy shit um I gotta say um it's good it was it was good to see Mordecai finally stepping up and being brave to ask Margaret out to a movie but of course, what he just saw, this experience will probably scar him to never want to be brave ever again, yeah. which is kind of sad. Have you ever done that before, where you just like hype yourself up before something, and you have to, and you look at yourself <laughs> at a reflection, regardless if it's a mirror <laughs> window? Well, now that you mention it, um, in the uh, video of me asking CJ to prom back in 2018 <laughs> at Disney World. Um, Right before I do it, you could see me like go back into the Disney bathroom and point at myself in the mirror, and I probably got it from this episode. Hold on, and I no, keep going. Keep I going. didn't even I didn't even do that on purpose. Like I just subconsciously did it because I'd seen this episode so much. I'm going through your videos like, right now. <laughs> he's pulling it up. I'm... It's the it's the Disney vlog. It was posted like a long time ago. Yep. Oh God, just Jason with uh, braces. Oh, dude, I, I, I had like a slight lisp, probably. Hey, if you want to see this video, we're going to link it on our Twitter. <laughs> Go watch my original promposal to CJ on our Twitter, which is at ExcellentPod. And you can kind of see me do what Mordecai Oh my does god, here. he does. He does do it. He does do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Okay, I can't. It's kind of cringe. Not going to lie. All right, we're going back. We're back. All right. Why don't you continue? We're at 57 <laughs> seconds. <coughs> So then we quick cut to dramatic music playing, and we have a pan shot of uh, Mordecai just laying down inside uh, Mordecai and Rigby's room, all sad, depressed. He looks very uh, rugged, and it looks like he hasn't showered in a while. 
I mean, yeah, there's like trash all over him and shit. There's trash all over him. The again, the music is very sad. Mel- the lights are off. Lights are off. Melancholy yeah. vibe. And then from outside the room, you can hear Rigby uh, calling Mordecai out, telling him to get out or to get out from the room to speak to him. Mordecai can only utter, oh. He's like, oh. Like a groaning, groaning, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rigby then attempts to talk to him through the door. He says, I know it must hurt, man, but you've been listening to that song on repeat for like five days now. <laughs> and then uh, he doesn't get a response, so he knocks on the door and says, hello. The door opens. Mordecai walks out. Rigby is happy to see uh, Rigby or Rigby Mordecai step out of the room he says hey buddy but Mordecai steps right past him and goes straight into the bathroom while Rigby is trying to talk to him but as soon as Mordecai gets into the bathroom he closes the door in front of Rigby uh, and you can hear toilet flushing and the sink going off letting everyone know that he just used it I don't don't even know if he used the sink I I think oh wait really he only I, I from what I'm hearing is he flushes the toilet and then the door opens like directly after. I thought I heard a sink. I, I, I don't know, but I always noticed this as a kid. Like, I mean, I guess Mordecai wouldn't really bother to wash his hands because kind of... judging on how rugged he looks right now. You think he beat it um, and he took him that quick? <laughs> he needed the, the post clarity <laughs> to fathom what was going on. Um, I, I had a note where um, I like how we kind of get a fourth wall break where the background music is playing like how it usually does in a regular show. But Rigby says like, hey, Mordecai, you've been listening to that song for five days. And we could kind of get like the instinct of like, oh, so this is the music that Mordecai is listening to. And that's cool that they did it. Um, And I got to say, I've had moments right here. Yeah. What Mordecai is doing. Yeah, same. Going going through a bad breakup. Um, do Do you have like a... Like a specific song that you listen to on repeat? Uh, Bruno Mars, When I Was Your Man. When <laughs> I knew it was When I Was Your Man. It's it's okay. either that or Neo. Be, no, not Because of You. Uh, so Sick. Um, Mine was Heartbreak Hotel by Elvis Presley. Aww. Dude, like you could you could ask my mom because like um it was over quarantine where I was going through shit, yeah. and you could ask my mom. I listened to Heartbreak Hotel like, like I don't even know how many times it was just on repeat, and I had it playing on my Bluetooth speaker, <laughs> and that was the time where my mom's work desk because she works from home. Yeah, her desk was right outside of my room, and she had to listen to that as well. I thought I thought you were talking. Or I thought you were listening to it. Uh, while you were overseas in the UK, and I, was, and I could just imagine your flatmates just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, well, I, I did have uh, songs when I was out in the UK, but that, was, that wasn't for breakup reasons. That was for homesickness. Yeah. But wait, you I have, have different, a whole entire ass playlist. Wait, you have a whole playlist for different... They're not just all the same? Well, I mean, I, if I'm feeling homesick, I'm not exactly going to listen to Heartbreak Hotel. That's, that's a breakup song, you know? Okay. Wow. But, yeah, but... For breakups, it was Heartbreak Hotel, and for homesickness, it was um, it was Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue. That was the biggest one, and the Chicago song by Jason Benefield. Love that song. Speaking of Chicago, uh, this morning I saw like a 16-minute video of the history of Lakeshore Drive. 
Oh shit, yeah. It ain't even called Lakeshore Drive anymore. I, I don't even know. I was gonna bring that up but... too. I don't care what people say. I'm still calling it Lakeshore Drive. Yeah, like how people I'm still gonna call it the John Hancock Center, I'm still gonna call it Sears Tower, like what the hell? Exactly. Well, I mean if you're yeah. a tourist, call it whatever, but if you live here you should know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, Mordecai leaves the bathroom and Rigby is like, come on, dude. And Mordecai sighs. He's like, what? Rigby says, I'm sick of you seeing like, seeing you like this, man. All sad and junk. You smell like something died. And Mordecai says, something did die inside of me. It's my heart. And we were, we saw that coming. Um, Rigby, he's all like, ah, forget that. You don't need a heart. And Mordecai is like, you don't get it, man. The love of my life is getting married to some other dude. Do you know how that feels? And Rigby's like, she's engaged. So what? It's not like you guys were even dating. And this kind of upsets Mordecai. <laughs> Rigby's like, hey, I'm sorry, okay? But listen, I have the perfect solution to your problem. What? So you clock wipe over to the computer room in the house. And Rigby's on a website called Couple Corral, where finding partners as a fine howdy-do... Mordecai's like, dude, I'm not going to start internet dating. I just want to be alone right now. Besides, that site's for, like, cowboys or something. And then Rigby's like, I guess you're a cowboy then, because I signed you up. Mordecai's like, what? And Rigby's like, no, 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 it's cool, man. It's legit. Check out your profile. And then we could see Mordecai's profile. Um, his name is Mordecool. Um, his interests are video games, goofing off, grilled cheese. And then Mordecai is like, dude, you made me sound like a dork. And then Rigby's like, hey, all that stuff is true, man. Don't put that on me. And Mordecai's like, oh, whatever, man. I'm not having anything to do with this. And he kind of like looks at his reflection in this clock that's hanging on the wall. And but 10 girls have already responded up oh, 11. And Mordecai's like, nah, I'm going to get out of my room and just take a shower. But dates with random strangers and Rigby's like, uh, well, it might make you feel better, man. If you can't do it for yourself, do it for me. You're bumming me out. And then Mordecai gets a 12th uh, friend request on there. And Mordecai's like, uh, I guess. So, um, I, I had a note about this. What Rigby yeah. is putting Mordecai through is exactly what Jacob is or is still trying to put me through as well oh yeah because he 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 kind of put you through online dating for a while yeah well he tried to tell me because uh he was like josh you need to get back out there you'll meet so many girls out out in the day and the online dating i'm like yeah okay but then was it recently i tried it not recently like a few months ago i tried it for the first time mm -hmm. i tried tinder I think I tried bump. All right, no, no, I tried Tinder and I tried Hinge. Those are the only um, two. You, you were also telling me that uh, you, you enjoyed Grinder a bit. I did not do any of that. Nope, only those no, two. No, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. You, you liked Grinder. No, you no, said you're on Grinder. No, Josh, you're on Grinder. No, no, don't. I think you're on Grinder. Don't put lies out on this podcast. For, 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 why are you lying? You I'm were not totally lying, on Grindr, bro. What are you talking? You were You're lying. <laughs> you were on Grinder. <laughs> You met that guy named well, uh, Mike, whoa, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I know well, Mike, but that ain't him. <laughs> that ain't him. Um, but yeah, Mordek, uh, both Rigby and Jacob are just like, they mean well for their friends, but like online dating isn't really for everyone. Mm -hmm. And we could kind of, well, we saw like, I, I, I don't want to speak for you, but 
it seems like it wasn't really for you and we could tell that it's not really for mordecai either not really no i'm more of a mm-hmm. in-person type of type of guy yeah um though rigby does make a good point being like mordecai like you, you guys weren't even dating and like you're you're all like sad over her um yeah i've had f- i've had friends getting that have gotten mad over girls like moving on even though him and that girl never dated um, and I, this, this whole episode is very relatable it, it really is like both like i've i've related myself to this episode and then other parts i've had friends that do this because uh <laughs> I had this one friend who had a little crush on the girl next door, but he kind of was, I'm not really friends with him anymore. So I'm going to, he was too much of a bitch to ever like pursue it. <laughs> um, and when she, um, when she started like seeing people like, uh, like, like on, on Tinder, like getting a boyfriend, he got all salty being like, Oh my gosh, these, like, none of these guys are treating her right. I could totally treat her better, but she's putting herself through these things that like, I feel like she deserves much more than that. And I was like, so why didn't you do it, man? And he's, yeah, but you know, anyways, moving on. <laughs> yeah. So take us through this little montage. So we get into this, uh, montage of mordecai going through all these dates first one is a blonde woman she's wearing like a pink a pink long sleeve with what i'm assuming is a white collar button up inside or it could just be her shirt so she starts talking and says i usually don't do these this sort of thing mordecai is just sitting back in his chair he's just playing with his food a little bit and he's giving out plain answers like oh yeah and then we cut to the next girl who's also a bird. She kind of looks like a she kind of looks like Big Bird. Me me and Jake watched this episode this past weekend when we were chilling and he said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and then the Big Big Bird looking girl says, "I never eat out like this." Mordecai and continues on saying, "You know what they say about fancy restaurants?" Mordecai <laughs> gives off the same vibe. He's like, "Um, yeah." And then <laughs> This next lady, who I'm, I'm gonna say it right now, she's like a hardcore, like, I feel like she, she, she's an activist of some sort. Yeah, she, she's all like, Mordecai's just sitting there minding his own business, and she has her arms crossed, being like, it's literally their first date, and she's like, oh, so you agree that women are misrepresented in most popular forms of media? And then Mordecai's like, I don't know, I guess, and she's like, uh, well, which is it? And um. I wrote down that that is a joke that is very relevant today, but not sure if it would exactly fly or not. I don't think it would. Well, I <laughs> I think it would be agreed by some certain people, but I think, it, I, listen, today's standards is very high. You know what I just noticed? What? Um, regular show is an example of a popular form of media and this lady right here is a misrepresentation of women because not all women aren't really like that no 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 she's not at all yeah they're like she's i i think this might be a, a purposeful joke like by the animators that they put like a bad representation of women talking about how they're misrepresented i mean so. there's a reason why uh mordecai's going on dates with like both humans and birds yeah and i guess the purpose of this montage is to 
kind of follow Mordecai over the span of like a couple, like maybe two weeks or whatever. Going on dates with like different girls, they're like some are like chill, but some of them are not really. Most of them are not cool. Um, and then the next one, uh, he's on a date at this seafood restaurant with the flamingo, and she's like, "Oh, you think this is doing well, or do you hate me?" <laughs> Mordecai's like, "Both." <laughs> Um, and I wrote down that this might be a small detail because flamingos are known to eat seafood, primarily shrimp. Mm. So that could, that's how they get their pink color. That's smart. Yeah. And then the next girl is um, this. She kind of looks like a, a human version of Eileen. Yeah, she kind of do. And and she's kind of like the the token nerdy girl where they're at the table to being like, and she's like, yeah, we both split the bill. You, I got the salad. I had some of your fries. And she has like a calculator on the table. Mordecai's tired of this, so he just face plants into his plate of food. I was um, one more thing. Sorry. Uh, the yeah. I think it was the Big Bird girl, the yellow one. I think that's the same <laughs> voice actress as Margaret. Same with the Eileen, the humanoid Eileen. I I kind of had that uh, note too because they sound alike. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get one more date. This uh, girl walks up, and she uh, she's she's in the form of a cloud. Like her her skin is white, and sure her, her head is like in a cloud shape in it. Yeah, I, I mean you guys already know this character, and you know what she looks like. Um, she walks up and says, "Are you Mordecai?" And Mordecai's like, "Yeah, uh, yeah, Cloudy J." And she's like, huh, "No, that's just my screen name. You could just call me CJ." Uh, she sits down and says, sorry, I'm late. I got held up at work. And Mordecai's, he's kind of giving the side eye. He's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I wish I could just quit and watch TV all day or something, you know? Mordecai, he's twiddling with his fork. He's like, mm-hmm. Um, CJ's just kind of, she's kind of, like, awkwardly carrying this conversation. She's like, um, so what's it like working at the park? And Mordecai's like, eh, it's fine. And then CJ, she kind of, like, she kind of is real with it. She's like, all right, what's the deal? And Mordecai is like, oh, what? And she's like, I could tell you're not into this. And then she's like, dude, just be real with me. And then this is when Mordecai like finally snaps to attention. He's like, uh, you're right. My friend talked me into coming here. I've been depressed and just needed to get out of the house. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're a cool girl and all, but I'm just not interested in dating anyone right now. And I, I got to respect Mordecai for just like being honest, you know, because you could tell that CJ, like, she's the first one to kind of, like... Open up. Sort of break... Yeah, break the ice. And mm-hmm. um, I, I I feel like I would be comfortable around her, too. Because um, then she says, that's cool. And she says, like, we could just try being friends. Maybe I could cheer you up. And then she laughs and says, like, come on, let's get out of here. And um, I got to say that CJ is actually pretty cool for rolling with this. Because... Mm-hmm she had obviously put herself out there to hopefully start dating again. So um, most, I would say a lot of people would kind of be disappointed to like find that Mordecai wasn't really into it, but uh, for her to just like take that gamble and take it slow with a guy that she just met, that's pretty cool of her. Yeah. That I, I was going to ask um, as a person in a relationship. Wait, what well, was the question? I took a swig of water. <laughs> I was, I was saying like as a person, in a relationship currently yes does your girlfriend uh do the exact same hairstyle as cj um well have you asked her who is also um my girlfriend who is also well her name's not cj that's my nickname for her Mm -hmm. um she 
my CJ, she's more of a low pony uh, person. And then she, she also puts her hair in like braids occasionally. Mm. Um, it looks like, uh, well, CJ, she technically doesn't have like hair hair. But from the design of her head, it kind of looks like she has like a like a high pony tail at the back, and then kind of like a like a little a quiff slash pompadour type thing going on. Oh, she could be bi. She could be. No, I'm just joking. Well, wait, no. wait. <laughs> from her hairstyle, yeah. like that's to- that's a total bi haircut. <laughs> no, right there. I'm kidding. No. Um, but no, CJ doesn't exactly. My CJ doesn't exactly have the same hairstyle, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, uh, CJ in the show has a very unique uh, uh, design, so she definitely yeah, stands. Like her character design. Yeah, she definitely stands out from obviously everyone else in the show. Mm-hmm. So why don't you take us <clears throat> through this montage? So Mordecai and CJ head to the arcade while, and Mordecai is watching CJ play this game, this arcade cabinet called Alligator Dude. Uh, Mordecai is cheering CJ on, saying, you're doing it. You're going to beat the high score. And we see uh, CJ finish off the final boss of this and uh, gets the high score. Mordecai compliments her and says, wow, I've never seen anyone beat this game before. CJ replies, saying, yeah, I'm kind of an old pro at this. And then we see a quick um, top five scoring. We see CJ's name on the top three and... uh, the four, the four and five being some random guys. Next, mm. next they play air hockey. Uh, Mordecai and CJ are going back at it with a puck. Uh, Mordecai hits a goal, a goal, and does his whoa, whoa, doing the first O of the episode. Mm. And then he starts celebrating, saying "tied game, tied game," and leaving his guard down. While the puck goes into his goal by CJ, and she gives off another well, which I think is the first O in the series or of the season uh, by someone else other than Mordecai and Rigby. Um, and no, we've definitely had a good uh, amount of other ones. From other people? Not sure about this season. Yeah, of other people. I'm not sure about this season, but I know for sure that we've gotten some from Benson and Muscle Man and things like that. Yeah, I, that's what I was saying. Like, I think it's from at least this season. Yeah, maybe. But so yeah, she gives off a well. Mordecai calls CJ out for saying, oh, that's a cheap shot. Next, we clock wipe to them to eating grilled cheese by the snack stop. And they're having a conversation about a movie. Mordecai says, no, no, I don't care what you say. The original Zombie Destiny movie is a way better than the remake. Remake. Uh, CJ stops him and says, quit talking with your mouth full, and then calls him by his screen name, Mordecool. <laughs> kind of teasing him. Mordecai laughs, and he says, wait, what do you mean? My mouth's open? I had no idea. Is it still open? And he points to his mouth with still grochies bits inside of it. So is that really like Dude, an egg for you? I, I I hated when kids did that. Like when kids, I hated it when kids did it when I was also, when we were all kids, and I hate it when a kid does it to me now because that shit is disgusting. Did your little brother do that? Uh, n- he he doesn't do that. He doesn't do the thing with like huh, seafood uh-huh. and like. But he, I mean, he chews with his mouth open. Oh, that's just like what kids do. Yeah. Um. 
but like it's fucking disgusting like and <laughs> kids exact they do it because they know it's nasty and they again like cj asked like how old are you which i i could agree yeah i mean that's gross I, i've done it too my mom had to stop me to be like yo stop chewing with your mouth open and i think I've, and eventually i stopped i um if i because there are some foods where it's like it's kind of hard to be quiet with it with like like ramen or something like that and i think you're supposed if, to just if, make noises anyways that that's what a lot of people don't understand like because in japan it's um if you slurp your noodles that's considered polite to the chef because you're enjoying exactly. it exactly um and but like still like if i because a lot of people don't understand that i still feel like i need to just like keep it down when i'm having ramen like in public like if i'm at home and i'm like hungry like i'm gonna be chowing like i because let, let's be honest, there's a lot of things that people do in private that are, is like would be very impolite in public. Yeah, like uh, singing in public with the boys, but then one person in that in the boys is just turning all red and gets all embarrassed because he's overthinking like, oh, people are looking at us and shit. When when the boys are just vibing out, having a good time, you know, I think you know what that guy needs a nice drink. I- <laughs> Yeah, he started drinking after that. I always that. say that. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, so Mordecai and CJ are—they're both laughing at it because they still kind of share the same sense of humor. Um, we cut into like uh, another montage where upbeat music is playing, and you could tell that this is um, spanning over like a like a week. Or the purpose of this montage is Mordecai and CJ are getting closer. They're in the park, uh, going on a walk. They're like cloud gazing. Um, next, they're fooling around in a grocery store where Mordecai's riding in the grocery cart and CJ's like racing him through while being chased by a cop that can't catch them. Um, they're at the the, the derby place uh, where they're driving go karts and stuff, and they're at they go to a roller rink where Mordecai doesn't know how to roller skate, but CJ zooms past him next they go to like this like what looks to be an indie rock concert and they're enjoying them and in this crowd you could see a lot of those filler characters like the the justin bieber guy jg quintel um the girl that josh always wants to get her number there's um, also the girl that mordecai went on a date with the one that looks like yeah Eileen. there's yeah the nerdy girl um and then they go to an art museum just like oh um at 465 i wrote down that is a possible hmm oh well mm. and be because i i know that like we've kind of had this instance before where we're not sure if we count it but they kind of nod their heads twice mm. and put their like hands on their chins and they it looks like i don't know do we count it or not do you feel like we should count it because i'm on well, the fence because I know that in the other instances where this has happened, I voted against it. But this particular scene looks more like a hmm than the other one. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I was going to make the argument. This is kind of like their date montage, so I'll let it slide. And, I mean, I, I kind of believe that it would be a hmm because... We saw earlier that CJ, well, we know that Mordecai and CJ share the same humor and mannerisms. Mm-hmm. And CJ did say the O earlier, so it wouldn't be off the table for her to say hmm as well, you know? Yeah, okay. So yeah, we count it. Yeah. 
So um, they go to a laser tag place. They're having, they have a lot of fun. Like I like their chemistry, must I say. Yeah. And then um, we cut to this scene. Uh, the montage ends and Mordecai and CJ are just walking uh, around at night. And then Mordecai, they're getting off of a conversation. He's like, yeah, so his head just exploded. Just blam. And CJ says like, oh, wow, you guys have the craziest stories and you have the worst luck. And Mordecai's like, yeah, I know. And um, I wrote down that that was a reference to GBF. Yeah, I I figured as well. When CJ says that that they have the worst luck or something, that kind of reminds Mordecai that uh, he has two tickets to see Lovebot 2. And he was about to ask CJ, but she cuts him off and immediately says yes. Mordecai's thrown off. He's like, what? CJ's smiling. She's like, yeah, I'd like to go to the movies with you. Mordecai is just stunned to speak. He's like, "Oh!" and starts chuckling. He's like, "Yeah, great. Yeah, great. I didn't want to waste. I didn't want them to go to waste. I mean, I don't know how good it'll be, but he gets cut off again by CJ, saying, "Are you kidding?" and then starts mocking the movie just like Rigby earlier, saying, "Hold me so I can learn to love." And she kind of goes in closer and closer, almost like hugging him. And Mordecai and CJ like laugh it off and they both like pull away from each other and then she goes back to her normal fight voice saying classic i can't wait mordecai confirms that their that their date is tomorrow and they both uh say their goodbyes and then walk separate ways for two things one he slipped in that he had two movie tickets and he asked her out second mm. why was he carrying those tickets around this entire time um, I guess it's convenient for the plot. That, and, but yeah, it would be weird. That, and I also wrote down like, didn't he? So he was carrying those tickets for like two weeks straight, at least oh, yeah, two true, weeks. True, because a lot of times passed. Mm-hmm. How how prior did he even get these tickets to the actual date? Because a lot of time like has passed. I know, and and he says like, oh, I have these two movie tickets for tomorrow. When I'm pretty sure he had, at the beginning of the episode, he had those tickets, like, for that night, you know? I um, guess I guess they were good until then. Yeah, I'm, I, I went back to the beginning of the episode to see if Mordecai, like, mentioned when uh, the movie was. Mm-hmm. But it looks like he never actually uh, said the specific date. So, okay. And maybe the writers did that on purpose. Okay. So, um, but Mordecai... Um, Mordecai and CJ said say goodbye, and then Mordecai starts to walk the other way back home, and then he runs into Margaret. Um, he he kind of sees her and her fiance getting in the car together. Uh, the fiance is already sitting in the passenger seat, so um, so Mordecai before Margaret could see him, he kind of like gasps and like turns the other way to like not be seen. But Margaret sees him and she's like, "Hey, Mordecai, hey," and then she's like, "Oh, where have you been?" I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. And Mordecai's like, uh, you know, around. And he's like kind of feeling a little awkward. Um, Margaret says, oh, well, I hope you're not getting your coffee somewhere else. And then Mordecai, he kind of laughs. He's like, huh, no way. You guys would go out of business without me. And I'm not sure if that was like a subtle uh, accidental roast on her <laughs> her job. It, it was a little but, tease. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a playful tease. And M- Margaret finds it funny, so... 
um, they're laughing together. They share like a nice moment. And then Margaret stops. She's like, oh, I should introduce you to my. But then Mordecai says like, oh, no, uh, sorry. I actually have to go. I'm kind of in a hurry. And Margaret's like, oh, okay. And Mordecai says like, catch you later. And then he kind of, he runs past the car in which her fiance is sitting in. And then Mordecai kind of like ducks his head while he's running past all awkwardly. Um, yeah. And then Margaret kind of calls after him being like, later. Um, we're back at the house the next day and we're back to Mordecai being depressed because <laughs> that music is playing once again. Um, Rigby is outside of his door again saying like, come on, you were doing so well. Mordecai and he pounds on the door. <laughs> Benson and Skips walk up and Benson says, oh, is he, is he still crying about the coffee girl? If I have to listen to the song one more time, Mordecai, open up. It's your boss. <laughs> and that that's pretty funny that Benson's kind of getting fed up with the song. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how my mom felt with Heartbreak Hotel. Uh, I, w- is... I would always listen to, when I was going through it, I would always listen to music, not openly, but I would have it playing through my AirPods. Or through my headphones, yeah. just just so I wouldn't have to let other people know. Oh, I guess I was feeling it too much that I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I, dude, I'm very uh, closed off with that side of me. Mm, yeah. Only select few have Maybe. seen me cry. Oh, yeah. Um, so Benson pounds on the door. He's like, open up. And then Mordecai slowly opens the door. Um, he do, he doesn't look like as scruffy as he did before, but still, like he has like eye bags and stuff. He tells his boss he's like, "I'm taking a mental health day," and then he tries to close the door, but Benson like puts his hand in front of it, and he's like, "You don't have the right to be sad. You never even had the guts to tell Margaret how you feel," and that kind of um, applies to my friend that I'd mentioned. Yeah. And then Benson's, yeah, Benson says, if you leave things the way that they are now, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. And he says, he goes on to say, telling her might not change anything, but at least you'll have closure. And now that I think of it, I'm pretty sure that since this is the same scenario with my friend, I probably gave him that same exact advice, <laughs> like subconsciously knowing that like it was from Benson, but I didn't even realize it. So. That- Dude, I said the same thing to Ethan recently, too. I don't think he ever see, did kids, it, too. See, kids, you can learn something from regular show. Yeah, How about that? Exactly. <laughs> but uh, I, was, I also made a little bit of a note. Uh, Benson seems to have this kind of experience. Oh, yeah, because with Audrey and stuff. Yeah, it kind of seems, yeah, it can be applied that Benson has gone through almost the exact same thing that Mordecai is feeling. Right. Yeah, so uh, Skips chimes in and he says, you should just tell Margaret how you feel. And then Mordecai tells Skips, he's like, you know what? You're right. Thank you, Skips. And then Benson's like, what? Like, I just gave all that advice for nothing. And he's like, oh, whatever. Just turn off that music. <laughs> and that that's pretty funny. Um, so um, the later on in the day or maybe the next day, Mordecai and Rigby are walking to the coffee shop and Rigby's kind of giving him a bro pep talk, being like, all right, you ready? Mordecai's like, I guess. And Rigby says, don't worry, man. I'll be there in case if you start to pass out and I have to call the ambulance if you freak out or whatever. And that that's pretty funny. Um, I've actually had um, a friend where he was a junior and he was, or no, yeah, he was a junior and he was going to ask out this girl who was a sophomore. 
and he had like a really big crush on this girl and it it was kind of cute because like um this is a friend where he never really had a girlfriend before but he's had a lot of crushes Uh and he would he would always like express to me being like i think i'm gonna ask her out i really like her and i was like yeah you go for it man um but it was a little rough because i remember it was after school and he went up to her in the hallway or something and he had this entire like script planned out to ask her to to homecoming Uh but in that moment he started to freak out and he legit got sick oh when he when he like uh tried to ask her out like he started to feel nauseous because of his nerves and he he never ended up doing it and it was just kind of rough you think he thinks about it and he's regretting it now um well um i i still kind of semi keep in touch with that guy Uh, i i'm pretty sure he's over it but i I don't know at least if he were to have to be thinking about it i'm i trust that he kind of used it as like yeah but i'm not that guy anymore which is good yeah i wish i could talk to girls like that like just casually just talking to women <sighs> yeah anyway so, so speaking yeah. of girls uh cj and her two friends walked out of a clothing store with bags assuming that they just uh bought some stuff from that store and she's telling her two friends about mordecai and she says, yeah, and then he asked me to the movies. It was kind of awkward, but cute, you know? And they all start giggling, like, uh, laughing a bit. CJ spots Mordecai across the street and says, oh my gosh, there he is, and points over to the coffee shop. And it's exactly Mordecai and Rigby walking to the coffee coffee shop. Uh, CJ's friends are saying, ooh, like, just... You know, just I would do the mm-hmm. same thing if one of the boys mm-hmm. were like, "Oh, that's a girl I like." I'd be like, oh, oh, "Go talk to her, bro." Uh huh. So she walks off uh, to the coffee shop and tells her two friends, "I'm gonna go say hi real quick." Uh <clears throat> oh. So um, Mordecai and Rigby go down into the coffee shop. They both greet Margaret. Uh, Margaret says, "Like good timing." Uh, Mordecai says, Margaret, there's something I've been meaning to ask you or to tell you for a long time. But Margaret kind of holds him off to it. He says, like, yeah, sure. But can I wait a sec? And she grabs his hand to lead him uh, to the dining room. And she says, there's someone I want you guys to meet. And she introduces her fiance. But she says, guys, (laughs) this is my cousin, John. And what? What? Her? She's engaged to her cousin. Like what? What a plot twist! What a... She's from Alabama. <laughs> Both Mordecai and Rigby are like a cousin. <laughs> Margaret goes on to explain, so like, yeah, he finally got a new leg today. And and tells them to check it out. John gets up, and it's this wooden leg from like the eighteen hundreds. Well, that that's that detail doesn't matter, but it's it's like a it's a prosthetic. It, yeah, it's um, a prosthetic. And he's all like, "Oh, no more kneeling, no more kneeling on one knee for me anymore." And then that's when they put it together. They're like, "Oh, okay." Um, and then Rigby kind of walks up to him. And he's like, "Oh, cool." And then um, John goes on to say, "Like Margaret screamed so loud when I told her, she was all like, yes, dude, yes.'" And then that's when Mordecai and Rigby kind of channeled this. They're like oh and they kind of like make eye contact <laughs> so <laughs> that's so funny how that like all like fell in wait would but, you count those two as o's because i put a question mark uh, 
I, I put no. Like the word might be O, but it was it wasn't like a oh, like with that okay. purpose. Okay. Uh, so Mordecai shakes John's hand and says, "Like that's great, man. That's really great." And then Rigby says, "Didn't you have something to say, Mordecai?" <sighs> oh. Then Mordecai says, "Like what? Oh, uh, so obvious. Pause. Obviously, he's not going to tell like Margaret." what he originally came here for because now with like the new news that she's actually not engaged. So he gets distracted and I guess his mind kind of like realizes, Oh, Margaret is still free. So I got to take this chance. So he busts out the tickets and he says, Hey, Margaret, do you want to see Lovebot two with me tonight? I got a pair of tickets and Margaret's like tonight. Yeah, sure. I'd love to go. And Mordecai's like, great. It's a date then. Haha. <laughs> And then, oh. and then Rigby says, oh, hey, what's up, CJ? And then Mordecai turns around and CJ is standing right there. Oh. And she just witnessed this whole thing. And she drops her, uh, her shopping bag, like, in silence. And she's like, Mordecai, what's going on? Oh. Aren't you taking me to that movie? And then Mordecai's like, uh, what? Shoot. And then... <laughs> Mordecai's face here is priceless. He's like, Ugh, oh, and then Margaret walks up. She's like, Mordecai, what is she talking about? And then Mordecai's like, uh, wait, uh, hold on. And Rigby's like, oh, no. And Mordecai's like, uh, we could work this out. And then CJ, she starts to get all sus. All sus. She's like, what do you mean work, work this out? And then Margaret is like, wait, Mordecai, are you dating this girl? And it kind of turns into like a big free for all. And then you could kind of hear dramatic suspense music start to play and then mordecai says like no no no, we're we're just friends just friends and then cj says just friends how could you say that and then mordecai says like wait what it's true though we are just friends and then cj she starts to get mad her her emotions start to get the better of her and her head starts to like fog up and there's lightning cj's white cloud skin starts to turn gray and then she's like Oh, this is so typical. I thought I met a nice guy, but I should have known. And she starts to, like, pace around the room. And then she's like, are you just playing some kind of game? Is this a game to you? And then that's when she turns into a huge storm cloud, leaving her clothes on the ground. And then she she's, like, taking over the entire room. And Mordecai says, like, what? No. And then CJ, who is, like, in the form of a thundercloud now she says how many other girls did you invite to this movie and she's going on a rampage like I, I gotta say like i get that things are going on and cj might have been hurt in the past but this is not really ideal right now um and i'm pretty sure cj knows or maybe doesn't know that she kind of needs to handle her emotions better uh, mordecai says like no i only have two tickets and then cj doesn't want to hear it so she starts to like um she starts to rain down and create an entire like thunderstorm inside of the the room um margaret john and rigby kind of take cover and then she's cj is like throwing around tables and stools and ripping down drywall and stuff um and there's wind blowing Mordecai says, CJ, calm down. I thought we had an understanding. And she's like, an understanding? Oh, and she starts to shoot lightning at him. And then there's like a tornado going all around. And Rigby says, dude, what are you doing? You're just making it worse. Say something genuine. And so Mordecai, he's kind of taking cover behind a table that's tipped over. But the table starts to fly up into the tornado. 
and he talks to CJ as he's flying. He's like, okay, I messed up. I forgot that I asked you the same movie, but I didn't mean it like that. I told you when we met that I wasn't interested in dating. And then CJ says like, but I thought you started to like me. And then Mordecai says, I do like you. You're a really awesome friend. And CJ does not like the sound of that because she just got friend zoned. Um, mm. So she starts to toss around Mordecai even more. And um, Mordecai says, look, I know it hurts to have feeling for someone who doesn't feel the same. I've been there. And obviously he's talking about Margaret. Um, and he says, maybe I can't be the one to cheer you up. But for what it's worth, I'm sorry. And then this kind of calms down CJ. Um because she kind of like goes back into her original form. Her clothes are like back on her and she's back to a white cloud. She walks up to Mordecai and says, okay, I get it, but you should have told me there was someone else. And then Mordecai's like, you're right. I should have been honest. Can we still be friends? And CJ kind of frowns. She's like, no, I just don't think I could be friends with you right now. Goodbye, Mordecai. And she leaves. Uh. Wow. I need a pee That's after crazy. that. I've been I've been <laughs> holding in for the past like twenty minutes. Josh got so nervous over what was gonna happen that he had to pee. I mean, CJ tossing up uh, tables and throwing lightning strikes made me need a pee actually. Yeah, that that that. I mean, I'm sure that would get anyone nervous. Gosh. All right, be right back. That was the longest pee I've ever had in my life. Yo, one time I was um. I was in a movie theater. This was in high school, and I was seeing a movie with uh, the girl that I was dating at the time, plus, like, her mom and dad, Mm -hmm. and I had to pee so bad, and, like, this was in that weird stage where, like, I was still, like, um, I was still, like, trying to get her parents to, like, like me. Like, they always liked me, but um, I, I, I felt awkward, like, I don't know, like, asking for a cup of water, like, asking if I could have a snack, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, so I was in that stage where like I didn't want to get up during the movie to go pee because it like I don't know like I just felt weird doing it and it's like uh, oh I don't want to do that in front of her parents but so I held my pee for like another hour and like Jesus I was like I was like praying that the end of the movie was coming but I could tell that act three had just started <laughs> and so right as the credits rolled I like ran out of there so i guess i had to get up anyway so i jokes on me and i kid you not i peed for like two minutes straight like it did not stop and that was to this day the best pee i've ever had i whatever reason i'm drinking sprite right now and i don't for some reason sprite just makes peeing feel so like relieving uh yeah true So, yeah, what what happens in the end? What What's the aftermath? So, CJ walks off, Mordecai sighs, sighs, and then Margaret gets up from behind another table. She's coughing. Uh, Mordecai runs up to Margaret, asking if she's okay. Margaret says, so I guess you're a big heartbreaker now, huh? Mordecai tries to explain to himself, saying, no, it was just, just a misunderstanding. But Margaret says, like, no, it's good. It's good that you're dating. Mordecai looks down in sadness and says, look, we weren't really dating. But then stops himself and says, wait, are you jealous? Oh. Her eyes are widened and says, what? And starts looking around the room. 
all nervous. Mordecai catches this and says, "You, you are, aren't you?" Margaret's <laughs> stuttering and starts like grabbing her head, kind of uh, acting all awkward, and then finally collects herself, saying, "I, I don't know what you're talking about." Uh, and then walks, <laughs> and then kind of walks past him. Mordecai uh, turns over to her, uh, saying, "It's okay if you're a little jealous." But she keeps walking, doesn't talk to him, and Mordecai's like, wait, are we still going to the movies? And that's an obvious indicator that it's probably a no. Uh, he sighs, and Rigby walks past uh, him and asks if he wants to go to the movies. But Rigby immediately shuts him down and says, like, nah, I'm over it. <laughs> Mordecai's like, oh, what? But who am I going to go with? And then we cut to the movie theater no one's really in the theater the movie lovebot is playing and lovebot is saying love is highly illogical love me love me and it turns out mordecai went to see lovebot with john margaret's cousin <laughs> what the hell <laughs> that's so random and, and he's eating popcorn enjoying it starts munching on him and laughing Mordecai is just like laid way back into his chair, sighs, and puts his hand on his head. Then cutting to black, thus ending the episode. You know, I just from this, I could tell that John is the guy that I'd want to hang out with. Like John is John seems like a cool guy. He 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 just he probably like came in clutch. He's like, oh hey Mordecai, like I I just witnessed what happened, and like you you totally broke my cousin's heart, and you probably also broke the heart of that other girl. And I know Rigby doesn't want to go, so like. Can I come? <laughs> now, now he's a real one. He's like, oh, free tickets? Hell yeah. Yeah, and it, and Mordecai and John literally just met, but you could tell that, like, John, he doesn't even think about that. Like, John's the type of guy where it's like, he doesn't feel awkward hanging out with someone that he just met. He's just there for a good time, which that, that's pretty cool. I, I wish I could be like that, but I'm awkward. I'm trying to think what I... Well, I'm it's me now, I'm starting to say yes to... Things that I know. That I'm not saying yes to everything. I'm saying like I'll say yes to what special events that I know is legit. And I won't mm-hmm. get like hurt or whatever. So I'm starting to do that more honestly. Because life is about living. Staying, yeah, home, and- staying at home isn't living. Yeah, like, for example, when I was at work today, one of my coworkers, he asked me if I was into soccer, and we talked about Arsenal and the World Cup for a little bit, and um, 10 minutes later, I found myself a part of a group chat to play rec soccer. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I I got soccer shoes. Yeah, I'm like, and here's the thing, like, I I only know two people in this group, so I... Time to make friends, you know, like uh, that. That's just that I'm I'm going to I'm going to hold myself accountable on this podcast right now. You just got to do it. You got to put yourself out there. I'm going to I know more of this. Like I, I'm going to do what Mordecai did in this episode, but obviously I'm going to execute it. Right. I'm not going to fuck up like he did. <laughs> Wait, so you're going to go on dates with random girls? How could you? You're just gonna, a heartbreaker. I, I'm just a heartbreaker. But no, I um, I mean, I've I've always been I've always enjoyed watching soccer um, but I've only ever like barely considered playing it. But it looks like I'm gonna be doing that now, and it'll be fun. You want to practice with me sometime? Sure. I, is I, there I, is there is there a place near you? Uh, there's a big patch of grass. Sure. Yeah. Oh. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, I introduced I introduced myself to the group chat uh, and saying like I'm down to play sometime. Don't expect any crazy skills from me, but I'm glad to be here. Nice. What a what so, an entrance. Yeah. Okay, so that leads us to the entrance of lunchtime. Lunchtime. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Dude, my stomach is growling. I'm going to have some gnocchi afterwards. I was telling the audience when you were at the bathroom. I need to make dinner. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, I'm going to read stuff off of the fan wiki. Uh, trivia for this episode. Um, this is kind of irrelevant, but it's, it's on the fan wiki. Um, okay. Mordecai believes that the original zombie Destiny movie is better than the remake. I don't know what we're going to do with that info, but all right. <laughs> that's so Um, useless yeah who who put that there anyways um uh there's one goof that is not mentioned on the wiki but i noticed it myself so in the shot of mordecai looking at his reflection in the clock in the computer room specifically at 235 if you want to see um you could see his uh hairline his blue hairline going through his eyes oh uh, but I never noticed it. I hadn't noticed it in over 10 years because, like, his reflection is, is like, opaque. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought it was his eyelids, but his eyelids are right underneath. So that's an error right there. Huh. And episode connections. This episode teases the season six story arc between Mordecai, Margaret, and CJ. And also is uh, the start to a bunch of stuff in season seven. We also get the intro intro to CJ's character. And another thing, Mordecai mentioned that we had brought this up, that his head just exploded, like, blam. And that is a reference to high score. And then when CJ beats that high score in the Alligator game at the arcade, the fifth highest score on the scoreboard is TRD, turd, which is the same three initials that the kids used when in that same GBF episode for Broken Bones. Oh, those so little that meant that bastards. Those little bastards, they, they're playing all the games, putting their leaving their turds everywhere. <laughs> Gosh, the, they, they should know to clean up after themselves. They got big heads. Gosh. I don't think they know any better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's all I got from the fan wiki. Takes through lunchtime. So with, the epi- uh, with season three, episode 25, yes, dude, yes, who do you think the protagonist of this episode was? Uh, the protagonist was poor Mordecai. I I also say it's poor Mordecai. So then, who was the antagonist of this episode? Um, well, you you would say that it's uh I I will say that the antagonist is CJ because she was kind of like the thing that we had to deal with in the end. Mm-hmm. And we kind of like lost her at the end as well. But you could also say that Mordecai was at fault for the things that happened. So yeah. I would say CJ and then primarily, uh, secondarily Mordecai's fault. Dude, you ever been in, I also say Mordecai, but eh, it's, in my argument, I think it's more so Mordecai's fault because uh, he did sort of add, actually, wait, no, hidden, hidden antagonist, Rigby, because... <laughs> Because he was like, hey, that made Mordecai do all this shit. Exactly. (laughs) But uh, I was going to say, because Mordecai kind of 
screwed himself over by asking Margaret out to the same movie. So, yeah, true. Uh, were there how many O's and hmm did you find in this episode? Um, I found that there were two O's in the the ice hockey or air hockey scene, and then we had decided that there was one hmm. Yeah, it, during the art gallery scene. Yeah. Uh, were there any adult jokes that you spotted in this episode? <sighs> I I did not see any adult jokes. No. That is my favorite part. Were there any Mordecai scent moments? Oh, I forgot this was a category. It oh only happens gosh, so. whenever we have like a Mordecai romance triangle, whatever. So technically, uh, he wasn't being like the definition of simp, but he really did mess up. Like, again, we use the term simp very loosely. Yeah. Um, I would say when... Um, well, I guess, no, he was a simp because he... He was like lying down in his room listening to sad music when yep. it was just a misunderstanding the whole time. So he he didn't have to put himself through all of that, <laughs> but he did because he was being dramatic. So that's pretty simpy. That is um, pretty simpy. And then of course I again I say simpy as someone who's done that before, so don't come at me. Um and then I also put when he accidentally invited both girls to the movie. That's not a good move right there. You know, past Josh would say that's a player move right there, and he would say like, <laughs> "Hell yeah, that's that's amazing, that, that that's great." But me now, that's like, Ooh, keep track of your story, man. Know who I, you're, you know, know who I, you're going with. You know what I think Mordecai was trying to do? So he was he's trying to get back out into the dating world, right? Yeah. He invited CJ to the movie, mm-hmm. and then he invited Margaret to the movie. Mm-hmm. But wait, there's only two tickets. <laughs> I bet Mordecai thought, "Hey, why don't we just make it a three way?" <laughs> I thought you were gonna go for like, oh well, these two girls can watch a movie now. It can just like be outside or whatever. Hmm. Or he could watch them watch the movie if you know what I. You're mean. making it weird. Okay, <laughs> were there any? And, and it's... <laughs> That's an adult joke. That's an adult joke. <laughs> uh, were there any iconic regular show moments? Um, basically what I just said. Uh, Mordecai's little like sequence of him being depressed and listening to sad music mm-hmm. and him inviting margaret and cj to the same movie yeah i was gonna that say is, this... that is hmm. oh, i was just gonna say that is well known across regular show like everyone who's seen regular show has seen this episode and they know what happened because like it serves as like a the pioneer and catalyst for so many things in in the future and we're gonna get to that like later in lunchtime uh, I was gonna say this entire episode in general because it's it's very iconic, and it's well, the introduction yeah, it's, of CJ. Exactly, and yeah. So, so then, how would you rate this on a scale of five? How would you rate this episode on memorability? Uh, well, well, you skipped a category. There oh, were no license. Oh no! Yeah, no, I did. There's no licensed songs in this episode. Wow, that's a um, first. But to answer your question, um, I would put this on a scale from one to five, a five. Again, like I said, the, you, this is a crucial episode and every regular show fan knows it. I give it a six. Yep, exactly. But that brings us to the next thing. This on If we were to grade this from skippable to must watch, this is literally a must watch. Like Honestly, a must watch. It's one of the first episodes that lead into any type of arc in the show. And we get an introduction to CJ. So if you don't see this episode, then future episodes won't make sense. Mm-hmm. 
So then would you, with all of that being said, would you say this is a good or a bad episode? Damn. See, I, I'm, I, I get a, this is another gripe that I have similar to best burgers in, a, in the world. Okay. Where people like to hate on these uh, love-centered episodes saying like, oh, these episodes are all a skip, this and that. And it's but... like, hey, say what you want about the love arc episodes. I agree that there, there might be episodes that are better. And people, they, I feel like people come to regular show because they want to see like the action, like, like the power or just set up the chairs. So when they see like this love stuff, they're like, what is this? But, um, I don't know. Um, I... so I, I put that this is, um, this is a good episode. What? I say this is a good episode. What? Because, yeah. uh, the the romance part was really well like I, honestly any uh love story in this show it was really well written mm-hmm. and it had and, a lot of continuity and i think the main reason people hate on these love episodes is because um they say that mordecai is cringy and which that is fair because mordecai is quite painful to watch sometimes when it comes to girls yeah but that while that may be true these are the episodes that are crucial in understanding Mordecai's character. Yeah, and, and it makes, you cannot deny. And it makes sense because if you're in your twenties and you don't really get any like female interaction or any humor, any interaction of the opposite gender, wouldn't you feel awkward trying to ask someone out? Unless yeah, your confidence exactly. is like super high, then that's a different story. But this is mm-hmm. bias. This is a biased comment coming from me because I relate to him a lot. Yeah, exactly. So, um, in the end, we have 93 O's and 61 H's in regular show so far. Sweet. Wow. We have about 14 more episodes left in this season. Dang, it was, I think it was around maybe a little bit uh, around a year ago where we were starting episode three. So, like I said, we are really making our, like, we're making good progress with this one. Oh, yeah. Wait. When did we do House Rules? It Was that like a year ago? Oh, no, no. House Rules was maybe like in the fall or something like that. Or maybe in the... the maybe it was last year. I oh, wait. No, no. Bet to be Blonde was when we were together. Yeah. So around a year ago, we were starting season three, which is pretty cool. Oh, my God. This Yeah, this season's long. Mm-hmm. So if you want to listen to all of those episodes we just mentioned, be sure to follow us on Spotify or Apple. Um, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, and give us a five star rating because currently our rating is at a uh, what is it, a four point seven. Oh, dude, we we're, get we're that so up. sick. Yeah, but we should get that up to uh, a to five. a five point oh. Like we're we are point three points away from a five. We're so close, we might as well just get it. So go ahead and give us five stars. We'll greatly appreciate it. And um, let us know on Twitter that you gave us that rating, and we will shout you out on the show. Again, our Twitter is at ExcellentPod. Give us a follow, and you'll know what we're doing when we're not recording. And if you want to know what we do outside of the podcast, we have a group YouTube channel, me, Josh, and four of our other friends, some of them you've heard on the show, and that YouTube channel is called The Schwam Squad. All of those links are in the description of this episode, and stay tuned on the show, because sometime in the next couple of weeks, we will be having Ethan and Jake as guest stars on the show, because our annual summer trip to celebrate my birthday is coming up, and then other than Josh, 
Jake and Ethan are also coming, so stay tuned because we're excited and you should be too. When was the last time we had like a giant group like that? A year and a half ago? Um, well, we did just go mini golfing, but like as for like hanging Not, out in someone's house. I was talking about the podcast. Like, oh, the was, podcast? Yeah. Um, well, around a year ago when we started season three with Jake and Jacob. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Now get back to work.